To Kingdom Come with Andrew Nkoyoyo, called to be God's voice, reaching people worldwide with the message of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you today for joining us again here on Kingdom Come, and we are going to continue uh, talking about pursuing a pure heart. And today's message is entitled, How to Obtain a Pure Heart. So we are going to delve in into this thing, and I'm telling you, God called me personally to pursue this before I ever could ever speak it or teach it. Because I preached about, you know, holiness here and there and sanctification and things like that. But I found myself in my walk with the Lord, you know, at a crossroads where God is asking me to marry him. And he's calling me into a deeper place of intimacy. That was 2003. And as I say yes, he kept on saying, marry me. To the point I got angry. Because if God is talking to you the same thing every day like a thousand times from when you wake up, when you go to then I'm wondering, Lord, what, what am I doing wrong? And it wasn't so much what am I doing wrong, it's my response. And I remember I said, Lord, I'll marry you. But the response was, I marry you. So I kept on saying, okay, Lord, I'll marry you. <laughs> and then later he told me, no, the response has to be, I marry you now. And when I said, Lord, okay, I say yes to marry you right now. And then the journey began. And then he began to show me. One of the, there are so many things I could share with you. But one of the things that really began to, uh, began to bring this home for me was, he told me, Andrew, there are so many idols around you in your heart right now that need to get smashed. And one of them was ministry. Now, you see, ministry can be an idol if you love ministry and doing ministry and the things of ministry more than you love God. Now, I didn't know that, that I was just so consumed in what I was doing for God that I was beginning to neglect God. Amen? But God stopped me in the tracks and he said, son, you, right now, you are full-blown into the ministry, but I'm losing you. And if you're a minister and you're watching and you're out there and you've been frustrated and consumed, but what you do for God, stop. Because first, it is being and then doing. And so, I have entitled this message, How to Obtain. Now, the distinction there, I didn't say how to attain. Because attaining is man's way of getting something. You see, there are so many other ways we try to attain a clean heart. And you see, man's way is, I'll attain a clean heart by progress, by growing into it, by striving for it, by trying to be a good Christian, by trying to do more mission. I was doing that by trying to do more ministry. I do more fasting, more prayer, and more word. And I try to do all, and in, in the hopes that maybe that will please God, then I'll have a pure heart. You see, that is all self-effort. Amen? But you see, obtain, when you obtain something, you obtain it as a gift. You don't work for a gift. So a pure heart is not something that you have to work for. 
I'm going to show you how to get it. Because God took me on a journey and I got it. And it was the most wonderful thing that I've ever experienced next to my salvation. Because it changed everything after that. There are so many things about my life, my ministry, my marriage that I was holding on to. That when I encountered Jesus and I cried out to him in that experience and he gave me a clean heart. I left that room saying, honey, it doesn't matter anymore. I am free. It's like total deliverance on steroids. <laughs> Amen? Amen? But you see, a wrong road to a good place is no better than a, a right road to a bad place. And so there are many people, believers, who are trying to pursue this the wrong way. Amen? So if you pursue it the wrong way, and if you are taking the right road, but you are ending up in the wrong place, it's all in vain. It's been a waste of your time. And so, but here I'm going to show you. And listen, this is the thing, because it's like, you remember uh, Pharaoh when he told the children of Israel, I'm going to let you go, but don't go very far. You remember that? It's like the people of God, it's like the enemy has convinced God's people, you know, you can, you can go deep, but don't go that far. You can, I know, listen to this. It's like, it's, I know you need a pure heart. I know you must have a pure heart. But try to get it in a different way. Amen. Because I know, I have done that before. That's how I know. And you see, this involves us getting hold of the truth. You know, we have been talking about, you know, how do you get it? But you can't get it if you're not convinced that it is that important to you. You can't pursue it because there's a price to pay. You see, it's already a gift, but you have to receive it. And God's method is by faith. Amen? That's God's method. David cried out to God. Psalm 51, verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. It was definite. We shared that last week. It was definite. It was clear. There's nothing. There's no. It's not one of those moonshine, you know, prayers. Create in me a clean heart. You go to God with a definite request. And that for the past four, five years has become my, my obsession. I want to cultivate this lifestyle where my heart is pure. Because I have had the experience, now I have to maintain it. Amen? And I'll show you how. But you see, it begins by you acknowledging that you need it. And only God can show you your condition. I didn't know that I was represent, uh, repre uh, representing, replacing the love of God with the love of ministry, with the love of work. And there was nothing bad about that it's just that when the love of the things that i do or the love of the world or the love of money or the love of, i don't know what it is you know the other day we talked about idols we talked about you know lovers you see when he says marry me he says you've got other lovers they need to go and we talked about the works of the flesh the lust of of the eyes and the pride of those are could be other lovers, could be other things that take your attention and take your focus, your affection away from God and it's shifted. You see, and you cannot 
be fully in the kingdom when your other foot is in the other kingdom. You cannot access the kingdom. You see, God told me, Andrew, if you are going to uh, embrace the prophetic call and mantle that I put on your life, you've got to transition out of the old ministry, the old mantle, and that needs you to die to the self, and that needs the, the old man to go, so you can get a clean heart and begin afresh. And it was after the, my idols were smashed, and it looks like it, everything I had worked for had, was gone. But guess what? It didn't matter anymore. I remember talking to my wife. It doesn't matter because you know what? Now I can preach whatever I want and I can go where God tells me and I don't have to worry about my reputation. Wow! I am free! Amen? Amen. Amen. I am, you know, I was like one of those free at last, free at last. Really, that's how I feel because my allegiance is not to anybody but God. You see, I love you unto God, but my first love is unto God, and then I love you. Because if I don't love God perfectly, I can't love you. In this journey, pursuing a clean heart, this came out in my marriage. It's like, my goodness, why did that bother me from my wife? And I just realized the old man needs to die. You know, the Bible tells us that Jesus is our counselor. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of counsel. And we tried everything. We've gone to our missionary friend. They talked to us, do this. We got practical and we did all the things. But it didn't get any better. And I, you know, I've got a PhD in psychology and counseling and all this. I couldn't even heal myself. You know the expression, physician, heal thyself? I couldn't even help myself. And I told my wife, I said, I'm going to go to the office and I'm going to pray. And I'm going to get to the bottom of this. And when I got before God and I said, God, you are the great God. You need to show me how do we get off this crazy cycle of just little things bothering us. Coming in the middle here, I've got ministry to do. People are waiting. Right now, my spirit is, is, in, is troubled. And the Holy Spirit told me, simple, get a clean heart. You need your heart circumcised. That's what he said. And I'm going to show you. Oh, beloved, I came out of that room. I began to go after it. Because now I know, you see, if I can get my heart circumcised, the lust of the flesh and the works of the flesh, then I'm going to begin to walk. What is the fruit of the Spirit? Love. It doesn't say the fruits. It says fruit. And all the others are just only the multiplicity of love. And when you encounter that, that love through the circumcision and the sanctification and the, the other uh, keys and ways that I'm going to show you, God is going to work in your heart. It's beautiful. You find out, wow, who is this person? He's disgusting. I'm telling you, that's how I felt. But I remember telling my wife, my goodness, I don't know who this person, but I had to go there. And it was after I said, God. I want a clean heart. It's like all hell broke loose. Because the enemy doesn't want you to have it. Because the Bible tells us, I showed you yesterday, uh, last week, that those who have a, a clean heart, they can see God. Not only at the end of time, in the heaven of heavens, but they see God here, heaven on earth. Amen? And that promise is only given to those with a pure heart. And so David makes a definite prayer, asking. But he says, any gift or anything we receive from God is a gift, but he's by faith. 
And that is the Bible. That is God's method. And I'm going to show you. It is simple. But it takes a brokenness. You see, Paul says, oh, I love this one. Philippians 3, 8 through 10. Yet indeed, I also count all things. Now, mark that in your Bible. All things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish. Wow. That I may gain Christ, now verse 9, and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Now, you see how you get a clean heart? It's like I'm not just sitting on my laurels here. I'm, I, 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 I want to be, I, I'm, I'm going to count it loss. As a matter of fact, I consider it rubbish. They don't mean anything. So that I may gain Christ and be found, in other words, with a pure heart. Not the righteousness that I can do by even serving God and being good and putting on a performance that others can pat me on the back. But I want that righteousness that comes only by faith. And that only God can give through somebody who has come to the place that I'm going to show you. David tells us you have to be humble and you have to be broken. And he says a broken and a contrite heart God will not despise. You have to get there. And for you to get there, a lot of things, you have to count them as loss, my beloved friend. You have to count them as rubbish. Oh, I know this is good because I know what the devil doesn't want me to tell it, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Can you imagine if the church looked like God, what will happen on this earth? I mean, maybe I'm just being not real. But I just imagine if we look like God. Can you imagine what will happen? You and I, we are looking like God. We are talking like God. We are acting like God. I mean, his nature and his character perfected in us. Because this is holiness. Holiness is simply, this is how I define it. The heart, your affection, my affection, cleansed from sin, perfected in love. For God is love. What is the epitome of, of, of the fruit of the Spirit? Love. And what is the opposite of love? Self. You see? He says, if you are going to really enter in, you got to lose the other one. And the other one is self. If you are going to really walk in love. This is here what Paul says to Agrippa. Acts 26 verse 18. He's defending his call. And he says, I've been called to preach the gospel so that men may come out of darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Listen to this part. That they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance. An inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Meaning Christ. You see, Paul says, I'm called because there's an inheritance for those who will be sanctified. And I believe that inheritance is the pure heart and the clean hands. Because without the clean hands and a pure heart, forget about heaven. I don't care if you're a preacher. Because that's what the Bible says. Who is allowed into the courts of heaven? Clean hands, pure heart. The doors are open. 
Oh, my beloved, I don't want to preach to multitudes. And at the end of the day, he says, go away from me. I never knew you. But Lord, what about the crusades I did in Africa, in Romania, and all these places? He said, I don't know. You see, because I did it for the other people. I don't know you. Acts 15 verse 9. There were Gentiles who came to this house. And then Peter was surprised. He says, because God put no difference between us and them, purifying them by faith. What was the confirmation? He gave them the Holy Spirit. But the purification was by faith. They were purified by faith. Boom. They were given the Holy Spirit. But you see, the cleansing could come only through the promises of God according to your faith. And I want to read you Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Oh, I love this. This is one of my favorite scriptures. As his divine power has given, us, given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now, godliness includes a few heart. Okay? He says his divine power has given it to us through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue by which we have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers listen partakers of the divine nature holiness having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust beloved this is how we get it Placing our trust in the promises of God that God said it, He intended to fulfill it. Amen. You see, David would not have asked God for a pure heart if he knew God would not give him a pure heart. He asked, expecting to get it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have asked. But with his walk with God, he knew. If I can only break down and repent and cleanse myself and go before God and cry out to God, God will hear my prayer. Now here, Peter says, the divine power of God has made it possible for you and I to have it by faith. All things that pertain to life and godliness. Listen, holiness is not a work of us trying to be holy and to be good. You cannot you see, I have been in seminars where they're teaching about character development. Really? I mean, I have books, I, the seven whatevers of successful people. I've read them. You know, this is how you do these things. And I've read them. And you try them. You do the blocks and this. And, and then you find that after a month, because there's no power, it's a method. It works on some level. But if, because holiness and happiness is an inside job, and only the Holy Spirit can touch and purify the heart. Amen. 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 I, I've, I know this. I've tried it. I even taught other people how to be this and how to be a good person and how to be this and we have laid out the points and after a month or two you find why because they are good you know they can help you but it's not what it takes what it takes is the divine power of the almighty god that's what it takes but you see the bible tells us in hebrews eleven six that without faith it is impossible to please god Actually, that's the only thing that God has ever really articulated that pleases him. Faith. He says, you want to come to me? You better have faith. Because when I see faith, I'm going to act. 
And you see, while Jesus walked on the earth in the Gospels, he marveled twice. One time, it was because of faith of the heathen centurion, you remember, who came to Jesus and said, no, you don't even need to come to my house. Just speak the word. But you see, the Jews had introduced this centurion uh, in Luke chapter 7 verse 5 to Jesus. Why? This is what he says. For he loves our nation and he has built us a wonderful synagogue. So they were really willing to call anybody worthy who would support their ministry. Who would support their cause. That's how they brought these hidden men. But you see, he had more faith than they did. The next verse. And after Luke 7, 8 and 9, and after that whole dialogue, I'm going to read the last part of verse 9. And Jesus marveled at him and, and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I said to you, I have not found such great faith, not in Israel. This was a hidden man, but he had implicit faith. He said, Jesus, I have heard. I know what you can do. You don't need to go to my house. I know you have authority. I'm a man of authority. I know how it works. Just speak the word. And Jesus turned around and said, wow. He said, not even in Israel I've seen this kind of faith. Amen. Amen. Now, they, he went back to his hometown in Mark chapter uh, 6, verse 5 and 6. This is what he says. And he could not do many mighty works there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. The first time, he marvels because of faith. The second time, he marvels because of unbelief. Do you think he marvels today at our unbelief in the church? We can believe him for healing, but we cannot believe him to sanctify us. Oh, I have met people that told me, brother, you are being such a, such a Puritan. Just be good. Just, just please love people. That's not what he says. But we can believe him to prosper us. Name it and claim it. Why? Maybe it's time we named holiness and the pure heart and claimed it. Amen. I mean, that's a, that could be a, a, quite an idea. I mean, we have named everything and we are claiming everything. Why not name a clean heart and have it? <laughs> I know I'm going to get in a lot of trouble with some people, but that's all right. Amen. You see, because a clean heart is obtained by faith. So how do we exercise this faith? You see, because we have the talking faith and the exercised faith. There is a lot of faith. Some sing about it. You know, we were going to sing a song this morning, cleaning, uh, creating me a clean heart of God. That's a popular hymn growing up. We sang it. That's one of the first hymns I ever learned when I went to church. Where my mother pastored, we sang that song, creating me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, oh God. And, but really, I'm wondering now with the reality that I've just encountered, I'm like, did we really mean it? Because we went from clean heart unto something else without really skipping a beat. Amen? And I'm just saying, really, you know, when you tell a lie, it's the same as singing a lie. <laughs> Yeah, because if we really believe it, then let's really pound heaven and pierce the darkness for the promise that God can give you and I a clean heart. Amen. 
Because I know I have traveled before God and you can have it, I can have it. And it's for anyone who will approach God by faith and know through the blood of Jesus, by the promises of Jesus Christ and the word of God, I can have it. You don't have to do any moonshine things. You don't have to perform for anyone. You don't even have to. You, you can go in the privacy of your car, of your closet, wherever you have your, you know, your little you know, prayer room, or your sacred place, so to speak. And you could just tabernacle with God and just say, God, this stinks, but I want it to change now. That's what I told God. I said, man, I'm good as a preacher, but man, as a husband, I stink right now. <laughs> and God met me there. But you see, you have to be humble and you have to be broken and you have to call a spade a spade, not a big spoon. Amen? Amen. It's by faith. So we have the talking faith, but then we have the exercise faith. The illustration is in Luke 17, 12 through 14. And as he entered the village, Samaria, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices saying Jesus master have mercy on us and when he saw them he said to them now watch this go and show yourself to the priest and as they went they were cleansed you see to a leper when you when you heard go show yourself to a priest and the Bible says, as they went they knew going to the priest meant healing amen so even before they could see the outward manifestation, the moment they turn around and making their way to the priest, the Bible says they got healed. That is exercise faith that you and I need to exercise in pursuing a pure heart. Because the same cure for leprosy is the same cure for sin. It's the divine power of God. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I tell you whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. You see, exercise faith is, when the lepers had the words of Jesus, they believed, and they acted on that word. And as they were acting, the power of God to heal was released. And then they found out they were cleansed. So my prayer for you, and my encouragement is, do likewise. Approach God boldly through the blood of Christ, Jesus, his son. And then like the ten lepers, just go by faith, amen, and act like believing that what you have asked, you have received, and then begin to walk as if you have, and then you find out that actually God is doing it. And that is exercise faith. And that is how you obtain a clean heart. By faith, by faith, by the power of God, the Holy Spirit, Working in you. Amen? Amen. So I challenge you. You are watching me. And you are listening to this message. And you are wondering. Can you have a pure heart? Anybody can have a pure heart. But you have to approach the throne of grace. By faith. And ask God. Through the blood of his son. To grant you a pure heart. You don't have to use fancy words. Just talk to him. He loves you. And he will meet you at your point of need. So heavenly father. I ask for the power of prayer. 
the tenacity and the persistence to come upon your people, strengthen, empower your people to pursue a pure heart today and forever as part of their everyday existence in your kingdom and in this world. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. To watch on our website, receive prayer, to give, or to request a copy of Andrew's book, Working the Works of God, please visit us online at www.kingdomimpactministry.org or write to Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.